Real. Intimate. You are now tuned into Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I'm your host, Via Simone. Let's get into it. What's going on, world? It's your girl, Simone, and you are now tuned into another episode of Bonnets and Durags, a Pillow Talk podcast. I believe this is my third episode of season four. Um, This one's definitely going to be a good one because I got my friends, Kalia and Kevin here, and they are ready to talk shit. They're already being spicy as fuck. And so I can't wait to get into this. So let's go ahead and do the intros. Kalia, you want to start? Hey, guys. My name is Kalia. I'm from Brooklyn. And I'm excited to talk shit with you guys. Simone said to tell y'all what I got going on. We just working from home. They got us on quarantine. What else I got going on? Um, but definitely, <laughs> oh, I have masking um, <laughs> on Monday. So, you know, join me, do your mask, sip some wine, and, you know, indulge in a little self-care with me. Cute, cute. What about you, Kev? Oh, what's up, everyone? It's your boy, Kev. Um, I like to go by this tagline. I'm a West African and a city kid from the Boogie Down Bronx, aspiring to do it big. Um, nothing is really going on with me besides my Worst with Kev platform that I'm pushing hard. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at GQ underscore Kev. Um, I have my YouTube series that I just recently started, um, Worst from Kev. You can check me out on there. Um, you know, I'm in the business of triggering people, I guess. So hopefully today... I'll continue, you know, doing that. So, yeah, truly excited to be on this podcast to talk my shit. So, y'all gonna upset a few people today. I already know it. I can feel <laughs> it. I can feel it. Yes, Well, congratulations on your launch on um, YouTube too. That's amazing. I appreciate that. Yeah, no problem. I mean, you turn it into like a little Rob Hill senior out here, so <laughs> it <laughs> <crazy>. only works. <laughs> it's crazy. Like, like that's something that I've. I'm thinking about it now. I've always wanted to be in that position, um, mm-hmm. but I just didn't know how. I didn't know that was tangible, but I'm seeing dudes out here making a living doing it, and it's like, why can't I? You know, and I think exactly. my voice is just as important as someone like his voice or somebody or like the next man. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Yes. And Kalia, you know, we love your content. You are content queen, so <laughs> we stay tuned in. <laughs> no, yeah, I really do creating content, um, especially because we're in a time where, you know, we're not relying on magazines anymore. Like you can just get up and decide that you want to share who you are, what you're about and what you love with the world. So definitely enjoy content. So definitely stay tuned because we have some cool stuff coming up and yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. All right. So let's get into it. So first question, let's just, let's just get right to it. Let's talk about it. What has your love life been during the shit. quarantine time? Shit. 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 Let me ask, why are these guys still acting up? Lady, ladies why, first. Why are they still acting up? We on quarantine. You acting the fool and we are quarantined. So let me know. How they acting the fool? Acting the fool, I tell you. I tell. I mean, you acting the fool in your um, four by four. But what I'm saying is, because, you know, they living in rooms. What I'm saying is, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, I'm dating. You know, like, you know how you're dating. You have that, like, one that you're dating for real. And you have the few, the talk, the people you talk to. Um, and I mean, mm-hmm. Right. You ain't got a little five, three on the porch, water boy, mm-hmm. backup coach. You got it all. <laughs> but, listen, water but um, you know, I mean, 
it's been very interesting. It's no, no, all jokes and fun aside. It's very interesting because while you're dating and getting to know people, these people are going through real life shit. Like they would have been when they had when like maybe if they are unemployed now, but they were employed. Um, um, or they're losing family members, or just just because of what's happening with the economy has affected them. Their mind, their mental, their emotional. You know, you're dealing with a lot. So. All of that on top of guys or girls just being not the best. If you know what I mean, like it's just, it's just a weird, mm-hmm. a weird thing. Mm-hmm. So I will just say, um, really interesting time to catch me because I got some shit to talk today. But you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm just, a very interesting thing. And before we got on this, actually, Kevin and I were just having a chat because Kevin and I talk in in general anyway because of the content that he creates and puts out there. And it was just on some like, well, give it to me from a guy's perspective because I'm a woman and I'm feeling like this and I'm about sick of y'all. And Kevin's like, well, listen, because Mm -hmm. I'm a guy and I'm thinking like this, but y'all doing this. So what does that mean? Like me. So So you guys are like kind of bouncing back. Yeah, yeah. I do think that before we get into this conversation, I do just want to be, give, give people their, you know, give everybody their time and acknowledge that people are going through real things during this moment. So dating is already difficult, especially in New York city, but to be going Mm -hmm. through trying to do that with people who are dealing with real life shit, like jobs, the economy, losing family members and friends, like that just puts like the cherry on the top. Right. And I think this is also the perfect time to like establish boundaries with people that you're dating too as well like i mean it we're being quarantined is already a boundary anyway but i think that it enhances it already because a lot of y'all sneaking at we y'all people are sneaking and linking and stuff stop playing I, I do. <laughs> yeah people still sneaking like happening yeah, i was thinking all over like, the I, I mean with the same I'm, you know, not, I'm not saying i'm not doing it yeah, I'm definitely not doing it, but I know people out here doing their thing, and it's just the dating thing. Well, for me, it's I, let's. I I I I won't say I got. I'm not gonna say I'm saying I'm a player. I got prospects, but it's just like you know, I'm having conversations, you know, mm-hmm. and based off of that, I, I feel like if I really want to be in a relationship right now, I could. But I'm just like not hesitant because I'm scared, but really just knowing what I've done in the past and the mistakes that I've made, I'm just like trying to be a lot more intentional with how I approach dating. Cause again, like a lot of this shit, you can, on there, right? you can curse on there, right? Yeah. yeah, okay. Okay. Oh, perfect. Perfect. Cause like a lot of the shit that we see in relationships in terms of like how relationships fail, how the dynamics of relationships go, a lot of it can be avoided if you do the work internally first. And then mm-hmm. in terms of figuring out who you are, what do you like? What gets you going? Which is what I'm doing. I think this quarantine, luckily I have a job. I can work from home. I'm blessed in that, in that, in that department. But I'm now using this time to really figure out who is Kev, what is Kev want, what is Kev like? And I think by me figuring that out, um, I'm starting to write down lists, which is kind of contradictory towards um, Pastor Mike Todd's thing about mm-hmm. having a list. I was about to say. I think I what, what, even in my, one thing he did say in the list is to have God at the focal point of it. So I think for me, one of the things that I always say is like, whatever woman I'm like taking serious got to be a God-fearing woman. So that's like, yeah. that's the beat. That's how my list starts. And then everything else kind of falls under that. And with that, my interactions with the woman that I'm talking to or just women that I'm talking to in general are just like seeing seeing who I am and what I like. And then also seeing women that I would love to be around. So for me, 
seeing the becoming documentary this week was so powerful for me because it's like damn like I see how important Michelle Obama was to a guy like Barack. And mm-hmm. I'm not saying I'm looking for a Michelle Obama, but there's certain qualities that Michelle's exhibits is that like, and the woman that I'm trying to meet down the line and hopefully get in a relationship with, like she, she got to have some of those qualities. And it's like, everyone has potential. We all have potential, but it's like, what are you doing to kind of manif- to hone in on that potential to make it um, something tangible and real? Like I love people with a growth mindset. So for me, seeing a woman that has a growth mindset, some, seeing a woman that's able to be collaborative and someone that can be my equal. Like, and when I say equal, it's like understanding that we're one, that's beautiful because mm-hmm. I see the, I see love is beautiful, you know, regardless of all the bullshit we see on Shade Room or whatever, love is definitely beautiful. And it's something for me where like, as I'm getting older and realizing what matters to me as a man, it's like having somebody by your side where you can kind of like, I right, work, hard grind make your money build build your legacy and then come home and just be able to just like unwind and share that with a partner and also be in tune with what she's going on is is definitely key so Mm -hmm. that's where i'm at dating wise first of all how do you answer all of my questions i had for the damn episode in like one spiel. Like, I, I don't, like, what? But well, it's not a detailed answer, though. I just gave you, like, some highlights. We're going yeah, go, we go to, right. yeah. That's the abstract. Okay. We're going we yeah. to dive deep into it. Um, what I was going to ask y'all is, how are you even meeting people at this time? Like, are you guys on dating apps? Are you using social okay, media? Okay, ladies, like, don't let these yeah. guys play with you. They are on these dating apps. They're on everything. Do, the best <laughs> one is him. Don't let them lie to you, okay? Listen. They on hinge. You want somebody that got a real job. He ain't no he, you know, the head of so-and-so at the th- no, no, no. He's not at the wing stop. He's up in finance. He over here. He doing this. <laughs> he working in media. He got a job, a couple of titles in a, in a couple of organizations. You know what I'm trying to say? He's on hinge. Get on mm-hmm. hinge. Don't let your friends make you feel it. They on hinge. I've bumped into a couple of y'all on hinge anyways. Don't let me call no names, okay? Y'all on hinge. All right. So get on those dating apps, but also sliding in DMs, you know, you know, liking a picture once or twice, making a little comment. Now I know, okay, you responding back, you double tapping at me in your heart. You want me to slide in that DM, you gonna slide in mine. But you know, we're making it work. We doing what we've been doing. But now, you know, now it's just like, oh, by the way, if I look kid, you understand because the barbershop and the hair salon's closed. What's up? Mm, okay. Builds character. I ain't I, funny. I'm not even really on them dating apps to be honest. I'm very yeah, traditional where it's yeah, just like DMs. Why we talking? What's your email? Huh? Sign you up on Hinge. Shit, I'm sending you that. I'm sending you the email after. But my thing is this: like, that's probably why I ain't met the one. Maybe it could be that. But I'm a traditional DM guy. I'm a, I'm a in a circle, like looking at my school circle. So for me, it's just kind of like, all right, if I know a girl or I've been eyeing a girl, you know, I like a picture. Maybe I'll creep in the DMs and just like trolling is my love language in a weird way. I, and I say it should be a love language for me, mm-hmm. I'll say. Mm-hmm. So like that's how I kind of break the ice. And then from there, um, you know, get the guard lowered down just enough to where we can have a conversation. And then I know I excel well in the conversation portion. It's not me being cocky, but I just know like I'm one thing about me. I always tell people curiosity is the key to a great conversation. So mm-hmm. for me, I'm a very curious individual. I like to lock in and get to know the woman, what she like, what she don't like. I'm a foodie at heart. So, you know, taking a girl out to eat isn't like a scary thing for me to do. Cause like mm-hmm. nine times out of 10, I, I, I love to go out to eat myself. So 
I got restaurants ready to go. You know, what restaurant is open during the lockdown, Kevin? Um, hold on. You know, we could. Oh, you, you, know, have we eat. you know, the Basically, you have Y'all having a cook-off yeah, in the kitchen. That's cute. Thank you, Lady Kevin. That is I cute. Fly out some food. Thank you, Lady Fly her out some food. Text me after this. Let me know how the cook-off goes. You're welcome. You can do a cook-off too, but you know, I think in this day, and like, I haven't, you know, done that, but I just, even if I was, like, I'm like, yo, if you hungry, I could, you know, send you out some food. I could send myself out some food and then we could... I've, opposedly, people are doing, you know, Zoom dates or whatever that is. So, I, definitely ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, that's what my where it is for me with dating. Yeah, I was gonna say that's actually a cute idea. Like if you um, use shipped or Peapot or whatever, and like bought the groceries and sent it to her crib, and like you guys had like a little cooking club. That's cute. Oh my god, you should do that. I might have to. I might have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Think us later. Huh? Right. Yeah, I'm, I gotta be take. I might, might take some notes. Shit. Hold on. I'm about to grab a pen and. I'm done. We'll remind you in the chat. Definitely. <laughs> no, that's good. Um, I like what you said earlier too about like taking this time to discover yourself. Like, I know Kalia has been getting in my ass about that because she's like really been like, who, like, who is Simone? What is Simone like? What does Simone enjoy? And it really took me a while to even really think about it because I realized like you know, BC, like before um, Corona, I literally just like worked and like was like hella busy, like after work and on the weekends. And I literally lost sight of like who I am and like what I even enjoy. Like I just kept myself so busy that I was, I just literally had blinders on. So like this time is like, this quarantine time is really showing myself and showing me who I am and like, you know, who I have potential to become. So, you know, I've been, I've been getting lost in, not even trying to sound cliche, but like the word of God, like really like listening to a lot of like, amen, like God's amen. sermons. Yeah, like attending church. Just you, what, 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 what Kalia, what? what? Say what ain't you gotta say. God. Okay, God ain't ever all, God, so. I love God. Do you love I'm God? Not, What's oh, wrong wow, with you? Y'all not about to put out on this podcast. You don't love God. <laughs> God ain't never did me wrong. Right. Y'all got one Bible for Christmas, read one verse, and now y'all, you know what? <laughs> Yo, oh, no, no, no. I'm in the Bible. Oh, okay. Kevin just pulled out the Bible. Pull out the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. I got the Holy Bible. Bible. I have to wait a minute. Let's, Come on now. You know, you Come on now. Okay, you ain't listen. never open. Add me, add me. Make a group. Make you a group. Are you kidding me? And make a group on your Listen, you we all going to read a devotional together. Let's do that. Wait a minute. Get a group devotional. Boy, God, I got plans on plans. Come on now. Listen, don't you see what I'm about to get into? Which one you about, on, to get into? I'm about to get into? This right here. He is my refuge. Yes. Right. Okay. Come on. Let's get into it. Come on. <laughs> Yo, I wish y'all could see Kalia's face yeah. right now. She's so better. Yeah. Okay. You know what? Mm. Listen. Uh, anyways, not to get too much off on, off track, but. Yeah, I'm glad to hear that you guys are having a robust dating life, whatever that may mean in this time. Um, Me, I am not doing anything. I actually should be taking this time to just focus on myself instead of getting on social media apps or or like dating apps, whatever. I'm this close to downloading Hinge, but you know what? I'm just like, okay, let me let me work on my let me do the inner work first before I let somebody ruin my entire life and my confidence. So yeah. (laughs) Please. Let me just say that as somebody who is 
air quotes, y'all. I'm doing air quotes. Dating. Um, in dating, I've learned like literally, it's it's so funny. Like today, um, that perhaps I don't need to be dating because the shit that's triggering me and the shit that's bothering me in this dating thing, what what makes the dating thing like get awkward and complicated and difficult, is just shit that I need to work on mm-hmm. for me. Like one of my mentors literally said to me today, like. You're gonna get what you're give like you're gonna get what you're ready for, or what. And I'm like, yeah. I'm a mess right now, for myself. Like you know, okay, shit looks great. I live out. I got my own shit. Like I have a good job. Like we're good. But like, and I have a lot of shit that I need to work on. And so, what I'm getting mm-hmm. may be just a reflection of the shit that I'm not willing to work on. Like it's a reflection. Like oh, you need to work on this and you haven't. So- and, uh, you know, and I've only learned that because I won't do the work. I wasn't doing the work. I was like, okay, this is where I'm going to get mm-hmm. your attention. Boom. Because you don't listen. So here you are. You know, it's so funny. My friend reminded me today, y'all, that that's why you got to be in- intentional and you got to be careful for what you ask for because the universe hears you and you will receive. Down to the type of building okay. I wanted the guy to live in, y'all. This was on some... Shit, you know, you talking to your girls like, oh, he better be six four. He gotta be this. He gotta be that. I was like, he gotta live in something like this because I want him to have his own shit, y'all. I met a guy. I started dating a guy who lives in the exact building that I named as an example of the type of building I'm talking about. What I'm saying is that was all great, but because I wasn't ready and I don't and I'm not ready, like shit that I haven't worked on, I'm seeing come out in our shit, like. And what's triggering me is shit that I need to work on. So what I'm saying in, in response yeah. to what you were saying is like being still sometimes is cool too. Like sometimes you need to be still right. and hear God and hear yourself for, for once. I tell a guy, have a guy tell you what you want him to do or, or you know, oh, I want him to take me on this kind of date. Sis, you never did that yourself. So why the hell you want it? Like, like, yeah. Right. Like how you always tell me how you like do your yeah. own like candlelight dinners every night because it's like, how could you sit here and ask a man to do that for you consistently? And yeah, you don't even do that for fall, yourself. You fall, you uh, gasp yeah. up him for the experience. You don't even, you don't even probably really like him. You just like feel, but mm-hmm. you don't. So sis, make yourself feel like that. Like what? We might be in quarantine to January, 2021. Best believe. I'm having to like- don't say that. Don't say okay, that. Y'all- don't say that. Don't say that. You see, you manifest because you manifested right. the building you he was in. Now, oh, I don't trust you. All right, y'all, stop playing because y'all all work in corporate. Y'all know. Where has the corporate communication been? Silent. So, like I'm saying, okay? Yeah. My job's okay. not opening yeah, back So, up they tell the you for now. Basically, they just told you the summer's canceled. Stay home. <laughs> but anyway. Um, right. What was I saying? I forgot already. You were talking about how this person oh, right, is dating right. right now is everything that you've manifested, but like there are things oh, that yeah. like are triggering you that you realize that you weren't ready for. Can you, can yeah. you dive into that a little bit without like, sure. you know, shedding too much so, personal. Yeah. yeah. Business, so, um, yeah. so, okay. I'm dating this one person. Oh, I'm, let me, let me stop. Okay. First of all, backtrack y'all getting to know, <laughs> talking to dating Dating exclusively, commitment, boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. Five minutes. The layers. Okay? Yeah. So, ladies, to thy own self be true. You know what y'all are. And just because y'all doing a little thing in here and there 
does not up you in a level of that category. Y'all could still just be getting to know. Okay, he says, getting to numbers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So getting to know, talking to, dating, dating commit with commitment and uh, exclusivity, and then, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. So like I said, talking mm-hmm. to, getting to know stage, level one and two, let us be honest. That's the thing. So Dessert. back to your question now, what are we doing? Category, if I want to be honest, no matter the time, we are just, Talking to getting to know, actually, because okay, a, okay, so you're not dating. Dates doesn't mean y'all dating, sis. Like dating is a conversation. Yo, we're dating. Yo, we're dating exclusively. Okay, yeah. it's a conversation. It's not okay. to be assumed. You are not y'all not sis. He talking to you and everybody else. Just relax. Y'all just talking. That's what has y'all confused and those a little, you know, then you see him like the post you upset, says relax. Y'all talking. Now you get into know that he's about you and a few. Stop playing. But um, okay. So we are in the like I said, talking to get into no phase. And some things that I was seeing that I realized that I just needed to work on was um me not being patient. And extremely like thoughtful. So, like, although I'm thoughtful, like, oh, your favorite ice cream is this. You was having a bad day. I'm bringing you this ice cream, and we're gonna talk about it. I mean, thoughtful, like, emotionally, like, you're having a bad day. You had it today. Maybe tomorrow. I still actually about yesterday, and think about you in other ways outside of what are we gonna do that's gonna be fun for us as a unit during this talking to phase. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wait, so you're saying that's no, what that's you're it. looking for? No, so what I'm saying that's is that's what was like trick. Like I was realizing that he wasn't doing what I needed him to be doing or showing up in a way that I need to be showing up because I just wasn't doing it. And I was expecting more of him and it was just like, but y'all just doing this. Did you communicate Once that? I realized it was a problem. And when did you realize you it? No, couple of, couple of, couple of. Right, I could, or maybe I realized that I just wasn't willing to like acknowledge it because I'm like, oh, I'm tripping. But it's like, no sense. You're tripping. Uh-huh. This is what it is, and stop playing. You know, but also being nervous mm-hmm. too, because like again, not knowing how to like you want to communicate this, but you don't want it to be no thing. Like you just want to figure out how to work on it without it being like, oh, you're doing this wrong. Because you also have to be cognizant. Like if as a woman, like you don't want to hear like you're doing one, two, three, X, Y, and Z wrong. And as a guy, you don't want to hear like you're you're not getting shit right either. You know, so there's a yeah. way to communicate. And because I'm very indirect, yeah. no one like you know, I have to I have to definitely be like clear now. That's not how you say that shit. Like, think about it before you say Mm-hmm. I mean, at least in the first step is awareness and the fact that you understand that like you have to prepare yourself to express that to him. So that way it doesn't fall on deaf ears one or two. You don't come off offensive or anything like that. So Kevin, how, how would you like to receive messaging like that from a girl that you were talking to and getting to know? So for me, um, and this is, this is coming from Kev. Like I, I'm at a point in my life where I want to be around people that's going to keep it a hundred with me, you mm-hmm. know? And I think one of the, and I think the reason why I got to that point is where my ego. So I think a thing with men, Everything that we're doing is a relation to our ego. 
So most men don't like their egos being bruised. And I think men don't know how to um, disassociate the difference between a woman attacking the problem and the woman attacking you, the individual. Mm-hmm. So, and we were having this conversation, um, Kalia and I was having a conversation talking about my upbringing with my parents. It's just like, I think knowing my dad and knowing who he was as an individual, he was very, you know, typical male, ego-driven. And my mom was very, you know, strong, dominant woman. And I think they didn't coexist well enough because mm-hmm. she was, uh, you know, challenging him, not because she hated what she hated him, but he hated, she hated the things that he was doing and the things that he was about and the ideologies he was believing in. And she was trying to get him to improve, but he took it as an attack to him, the individual. And I think him taking it as attacking individuals because his he wasn't comfortable in who he is and he was very much ego driven. So a lot of men don't like to feel like they're less than. So for me, you have to be in tune with yourself and in tune in who you're engaged with and understanding that like, okay, you got, I always tell men, ask yourself this, is this person really attacking who you are as a man or are they attacking the problems or the things that they see that you, that they can make you a better man? So for me, I welcome it. I actually want it. I want you to check me. I want you to call me out of my shit because I can't get, I, I only know, but I, I only know what I know, but you seeing me, you see some, you see things that I don't see. I have blind spots. Everybody as a human have blind spots. So what are you making? Like, make sure that I, if I'm fucking up in this area, yo, let me know, Kev, I'm fucking up in this area. And for me, and this is where the um whole um becoming thing um comes into play where it's like the 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 man like I told men like who you choose to be your partner is gonna this person is gonna be the mother of your kids this is gonna be somebody that you're gonna have to like talk about finances with the whole nine like you gotta make sure you you choosing a strong teammate it's like we was having a conversation clearly it was like yo Michael Jordan couldn't win the championships if he didn't have a Scotty Pippen and I always tell men, like I always tie things into sports because men understand sports better than probably anything else. So I said, yo, do you want some scrub on the bench as your partner or do you want a guy like a Scottie Pippen on your team? And then one, once I put it in that context, most men is like, oh, yeah, you're right. So for me, I I, I warrant that. I, I want women. I want I want that because, again, like just because she's shining, she's checking you doesn't mean that you're less than like at the mm-hmm. end of the day, she's your partner. If she's doing good, you doing good. If you right. doing bad, she's doing bad. So right. she's she's just as much as a teammate. She she wants the best out of you, and she's gonna challenge you because she knows what you're capable of. So for me, that's that's why uh, my stance on it. Right. No, that's real. Now, Kalia, do you think that the person that you are dealing with is mature enough to receive that? Oh yeah, that definitely. So this person is, you know grown like we all grown but it's a grown man that gets it like yo we're all growing he's been through his own mm-hmm. shit been through shit so you know very open to therapy like a black man who really believes in therapy matter of fact when we first started talking that was wow rare. he was like wow. be into relationship counseling and i was looking at him like nigga wait what i yeah he i was uncomfortable i was like what am I <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm wow. just, are you going to do like a little ice cream date or something? Like, can we just go cute? Like, you want to meet me for coffee? You for my relationship? Y'all, in the beginning, I was not, I was like, oh, he just, he was just too grown and too very straightforward for me. Even I was like, oh, I want to grow, I want to grow, man. I don't want to have to teach him nothing. Like, I'm not his mother. I'm his girl. It was, yeah. Yeah, I was it, right? It, and then, yeah. boom, God's like, here we go. Where you at? 
Wait a minute. I just right. want to be friends. <laughs> Listen, but because God don't, he doesn't put right. timelines on anything. You got to be ready right. when he delivers. Or else when, he, when he delivers, yeah. you'll fumble it. And then that's on you, right? So right. again, I was saying about being prepared right. for whatever you ask for. Like, what are you bringing to the table too? Y'all both got to be. But yeah, he was he was into the whole therapy thing. He's into it and is very cognizant and well open and aware that he could use that therapy, but not the best communicator, which makes that very hard. Because mm-hmm. he has like a hard time really expressing his emotions, not like with a professional, but like to the person that he's still getting to know. Like, come on, you're already if you're already dealing with things, it's hard to put somebody new and new could be six months, new could be a year. That's still new to who you are, to your life, to bring them in. And so it's just like, okay, right. like, able to have conversations, but just the whole about being able to communicate. That's the awkward part. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it sounds like the ball's in your court now. Right. So, so then I too might be having a little bit like, let me, let me take a minute and think. Cause usually I'm willing to just say what I want to say yeah. and, and be like, well, this is how I feel. But really taking the time, like I was telling you, to be still, even in that, whatever I say is going to determine mm-hmm. what we do as our next step. Like, are we going to keep doing this? Are we going to pause? Are we going to be friends? Are we, you know, like, what does it look like? So being sure that what I'm saying is not emotional and it's just how I'm feeling. So allowing myself to be still allows me to gather my emotions and my thoughts. See, a lot of people don't understand that, like, relationships is is the collaborative component. And it's like I tell people all the time, like, nobody's perfect. No, like when you take because I tell people when you take in two people and you're trying to merge and and trying to become one, because that is the goal of any union. There's going to be a lot of, you know, bumps and bruises along the way. And it's like if those bumps and bruises ain't rooted in like the disrespect of you and, and what you believe in, then figure it out. Work it through like too many too many times in our generation, like we'll give up. Even me, I have to check myself on it too, where it's like, I'll, I'll see one thing bad and I'm like, nah, I'm going to double off of that. Or she's, or not just double or like she did something that I, like I thought she's like, I, I had my vision of how she's supposed to be towards me. And because she didn't fit that vision, I'm angry. I'm going to cut her off. And it's like, no, like you got to also realize that like, she has her own visions and wants for the union as well. So you got to be able to come together as one and collaborate and say, hey, how are we going to work towards making this thing work for the both of us? And it's like, once you guys, yeah, and once you guys come come to that space, it makes a relationship that much that much better. And, and, I, and, I, and I liken that to just like what I see on social when I talk to people, I have my homegirls hit me up asking me, what's, my, what's your advice on this? Even me as a man asking myself like, why did my past relationships fuck up? Why did my dating situations fuck up? And it's like, in that, me being in tune with myself, that goes back to self, like being in tune with self, realizing, okay, what are your strong points? What are your weak points? Why did you fail in these situations? Why didn't you fail there? Mm-hmm. How can I use this? How can I use this now to 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 be much more efficient moving forward? That is the goal. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. And speaking of like union and like partnership. You tweeted like a couple weeks ago 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> you said, with all due respect, my first child got to be your first child. Yeah. I don't want to deal with no third party drama. And obviously, there are a lot of people who agreed with that. Yeah. There were a lot of people who got, gave you shit for it. Like, oh, can, you, can you talk about like where your mind was at when you tweeted that? What what inspired you to tweet that? And like what that backlash really looked like? Like, I really want to get into that because I have my thoughts on that. But go ahead. I am glad that you gave that to me because that's something that I've been wanting to address verbally as well. So mm-hmm. first and foremost, before I go into my take on it, I want to I want to show respect to the fact that like I'm well aware that like not all unions last and that there are some people that are single parents, co-parents. And I get it. Like I have respect to that. But for me, I'm talking from experience of like as a kid who was a byproduct of a single parent home and seeing the effects that it had on me. I just wanted to change the narrative. I think, too, also as a black man, young black man growing up in America, like, you know, the narrative is often like we can't commit. We can't be fathers. We can't be husbands. And we can't, you know, um, be leaders in the home. And for me, I'm a competitive person. You know, I'm a person that's like if you if you tell me I can't do something, I'm going to try to prove you wrong. Mm -hmm. So for me, like when people say, oh, we can't we can't. have two parent households we we can't be successful husbands i'm like nah i'm gonna try to i'm gonna try to prove you are wrong and then also it's like i want to change the narrative like i'm tired of seeing you know broken families broken homes and and i know how it affected me and i want to be able to shift the culture for them not just for me because i realize i'm at a point in my life where as i get older my life isn't just only my life my uh, my life is um i have a responsibility to also impact wisdom and, and game to the youth that's coming up Mm-hmm. Just like my, my OGs and my elders did for me. So it'll be me doing a disservice to them if I don't impact positive words and, and words of affirmation to the, the to the next folks coming up. So for me, when I said that, it just came from a place of like wanting to shift the narrative. Like I'm tired of going on the shade room and seeing um, this person broke up with her. Um, this person got this baby, this woman pregnant because, yo, being a parent um, is, is a big thing. You know, it's a beautiful thing. And it's something that like I, I, I still to this day kind of wish my father was active in my life because there's things that I'm like, damn, like I wish my father was here. And it's like I, it took me years of like fighting resentment and getting over being angry with him. And it's like when I have a child, I don't want to I don't want to put my child through that, you know, and then also I don't want to put my wife through that because it's like I see how hard it was for my mom just being a single parent, raising three kids on her own and then trying to okay, you got to raise three kids. You got to go to work, make money. You got to also try to, in the midst of that, chase your goals. And it's like, yo, I don't, I don't, I don't wish that on any woman, you know, just mm-hmm. the, just being the, the, the process of even delivering a child, those nine months are intense. It's tough. And then I don't want to be the man that's like, you pregnant, I'm going to leave you. Or you have the child, I'm going to leave you on your own. It's like, I want to really change, change the narrative. And I, and I, and I, and I'm intentionally wanting to do it because society has every reason for us not to want to, to do it. And the, when I got backlash for it, I was surprised. I'm like, yo, I, this is a black man actually saying, not just a black man, but just a man just saying, Hey, I actually mm-hmm. want to be a father. I want to be a husband. Right. I, you you want to build with somebody. I want to build with somebody. And it's like, yeah. that was, that was my, that's where I was coming from with it. I wasn't really trying to attack nobody for it, but just more of saying to myself, like, yo, I want to do this. And I know that there's men out there that, that want to do it. And it's like, I always tell people, for every single parent home and divorced couple, there's a married couple out there. Yeah. So it's like, if if that's a reality, why can't I accept that this 
this there is a reality as well. And why can I not strive for that? Because again, it's like going to college. Like these two degrees that I have sitting up on my wall right here. Mm-hmm. Like if if I believed everything that everybody says, like, well, you 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 not everybody graduates from college, not everybody goes to college. And it's like, if I believe that, those two things won't be sitting back there. And it's right. like, yo, I know that's the re- I know that's the reality in theory. Not in theory, that's the reality based off of what we've been seeing and what we've been dealt. But it's like society tells us. Society tells us, but it's like, Mm -hmm. yo, I want to change the narrative. And it's like, because I got these two degrees on my wall, if I have kids, they're like, yo, my father went to college and graduated. My father went and Mm -hmm. got his master's, my my, and he got his master's. So it's like, Mm -hmm. why can't I do that? And it's not, and if even if it's not for my kids, it's like there's some 16-year-old kid right now that's trying to strive to, to get a degree, and he's like, yo. I have every reason in, in my neighborhood and my and my and my worldview and my surroundings that tells me not to go for it. But it's like there's this kid named this is young man named Kev who was in a similar situation that I was in and he figured it out. So if he could do it, then I can do it. Mm-hmm. And that was that was my same thing when I was coming up. It was like if this man could do it who came from situations that I came from, I could do it. And it's like that's why we value guys like like a like for me. I love LeBron. I love Lupe Fiasco. I love Nip. I love Hove because they didn't let their um surroundings dictate their life. Like if Hove, if Hove was like, yo, nobody around me amounted to shit, he wouldn't have pursued what he the music. He wouldn't pursue the bi- business ventures that he did in becoming a billionaire that he is today. Mm-hmm. Same with LeBron. It's like nobody in my neighborhood amounted to shit. He would have never pursued ball to become one of the greatest in the game creating generational wealth to, to change the narrative for his family's life. And it's like, right. in this life, I always tell pe- people, and I think I tell men, especially black men, it's like, yo, if you want to do something, you're going to have to like fight. It's going to be a fight and you got to want it. You got to be intentional. You got to want it. And it's like God, and this is where God come into play. It's like God going to send you the right people. The universe mm-hmm. is going to, if you believe, if you don't believe in God, the universe, whatever you believe in, it's mm-hmm. like, whatever you believe in is going to send you the right, people and things that's going to help to manifest what what it is you want out of your life like Kalia talked about it like even though with the building situation it's like she manifested that mm-hmm. like what she constantly thought about that came reality and it's like yo if i'm constantly thinking about that the universe is going to surround me with the right people right. but i also got to do my part too because a lot of times in this whole manifest um culture what i hate about it is that People will say, yeah, I'm going to manifest this home. I'm going to manifest that. But they don't meet the manifestation halfway. And they don't do the work. Mm-hmm. They don't do the work. So it's I like, yo, all the time. Yeah. You, can, you can manifest being a, a husband. What are you doing to prep yourself to be a husband? You can right. manifest being a wife. What are you doing to prep yourself to be a wife? So for me, it's like, if I want to be a husband, if I want to be a father, if I want to be a boyfriend, what am I doing in the meantime to prep? So when that girl comes my way, when that opportunity comes my way, I'm ready for it. Because it will come. And if I'm not prepared for it, I'm going to fumble the bag. Exactly. Yeah. Come on, preacher. Wow. Come on, right. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Kalia, how did you feel you about know, it? You know, it was received. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> well, I was going to say that has always been like a non-negotiable for me. I had always said, I want my first child to be my husband's first child, my boyfriend's first child, whatever. And a situation presented itself um, with my ex where he found out that he had a child from like seven years ago. And it was like, it was a tough situation to be in and not just speaking for him, but for, for me, especially because it's like, you know, I'm with this person. I love this person, you know, 
do I leave them after I find out news like this? You know, they're in such a vulnerable space. What about my non-negotiables? You know, it was just it was just really rough. So it was like one of those things where it's like you could say all those things about like this is your non-negotiable, this is what you will not tolerate, this is what you won't want or you don't want. But when you're in the situation, it looks a little different. But I mean, I still firmly believe that. And I just remember like receiving that news and just feeling so like torn up about it because I was just like, damn, like, you know, this is this isn't the reality that I want. But like, you know what? I can make it work. God's got me. You know, they can co-parent. We can be one happy little blended family. But, you know, the dream but, of Pisces but even, and me, it, that wasn't the case. So. But even in that, it's like as people don't realize that like those situations, it's, it's like there's a third party that's going to always be there. And right. in most situations, like they could be spiteful as fuck. Like I know right. situations where I shit, I can even liken it to my situation where like growing up as a kid where people will come in, whether it's like extended paid, I wanted to help us out. And then my father would be like, nah, you can't do that. Or like, you might want to go on a vacation and then your, your significant other, knowing that y'all want to go on a be- vacation and be a spiteful, is like, yo, you got to watch the kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if you're not on the same page with that third party, when I said third party, it's not the kid. Cause I can, right. I'm going to take, regardless if the kid is mine or not, I'm going to make sure that kid is good, but it's about the third party. Mm-hmm. Nine times out of 10, they're not spiteful. Like you look at, I'm gonna take them into account. You look at future and Sierra situation, the whole um not future, future Sierra and Russell situation. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a smooth sailing. You know, right. early on there was tension there. It was it was unnecessary drama. And it's like obviously now they got to a place where things is cool and smooth, but early on it wasn't easy. You know, yeah. you know, future was doing this thing. Sierra had to deal with that. I'm sure that had a effect on her union with Russ. So mm-hmm. as as somebody seeing that. You got to ask yourself, do you want that to be a reality? It's like, right. I get it. If y'all work on things and y'all divorce and y'all don't try everything in the book, y'all don't try counseling, I get it. But it's like, in most situations, I personally don't feel like, why do? You, why would you subject yourself to that? Because that's it's already hard as it is being, life is already hard as it is. On top of that, being black or people of color is harder. So why would you want to add more unnecessary stress to your life as is? That's mm-hmm. my whole mindset. And to see that people was backlashing against me, I was like, bro, like, I didn't get mad, but I was just like, dog, y'all really going to sit here and and come at me for that? But right. if I was out here exhibiting the behaviors that every other dude was doing, y'all would have still been They still would have been dragging you. They would have been like, oh, he's so toxic, like, niggas ain't shit. Yeah. And, and that's why I got to the point in my life where, like, I, I got to do what's right for me. And yeah. we was having this conversation. It was like, I'm, I can't. Before this, I was in the business of trying to not ruffle any feathers and to make everybody happy. But now I'm just like, fuck that. I got to make sure that I'm good and I believe mm-hmm. in, that, in that God going to send me the right people. You know, right. too often, too often people. And I say for men, too, like men, you, you got to get out of the habit of trying to be in the business of just like trying to keep everybody happy, keep everybody at bay. Like because this shit is destroying you in the process. Like, you know, the shit that you're doing ain't right. You know that the shit that you're doing ain't. Um, it's, it's toxic and it's destroying you, and, but you got to wake up and just be like, bro, this shit ain't for me and be, and stand firm and stand firm in the fact that this shit ain't right. And then I'm telling you, the universe is going to surround you. So I'm here too. I'm here for you. You know, if you're trying to change your life, I'm here for you. You could DM me and say, yo, Kev, what was your journey? Like, talk to me, holler at me. Like, I, cause I know that it's not easy. So, and that's what I want to get people, people's minds at. Mm-hmm. Kalia, you I want to tag you in because you was making some faces when we were talking. Which- uh, you know, I wish you would have asked me because I had a lot, I was making a few faces during the thing now. I, I, but, um, 
I did want to just go back to the non-negotiables, emphasis on non-negotiables. And again, what I was saying, like, from about the dating, the person, because I wasn't doing the work when I met somebody that I was like talking to, because we're not going to throw out dating. Remember I told you they had pages. So I'm going to be real. My, I were still in the, we were still in the talking to um, phase. Mm -hmm. Things that I said that I wouldn't deal with. When the red flag showed up, I'm just like, well, I like him. So, you know, we cool. It's cool. It's cool. So you just got to be, so when, when shit is going off the rail, just take a second and acknowledge why, like in your part, like shit is going off the yeah. rail because you said you wouldn't deal with that. And when it presented itself, you dealt with it. So handle that. And you know what I mean? Like, right. Um, and yeah, that's, that's, I just want to put that out there. Kevin was saying some other stuff, you know, next time I'm going to just start interrupting. But <laughs> I, you know, that, that your non-negotiables are your non-negotiables. And perhaps if you dealt with the things that you should have dealt with, non-negotiables probably wouldn't have popped up because you wouldn't have been around for them to pop up. And here's my whole stance on that. It's like, yo, one is seven billion people in this fucking world. So it's like, yo, if you if you don't if you ain't with what I'm with, go ahead. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be with what I'm with. And then two, I always say this thing: a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. A fool's learn from his own mistakes. So it's like my whole thing with that is like, if you know, as a man, if you know, there's been generations of men getting fucked. I over think you meant to switch. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I meant to the right. No, I said. Oh, really? Yeah, I said a wise man. Take notes. I am. Hold on. I'm gonna say this. <laughs> oh, say this so. A wise man learns from the mistakes of others. A fool Me learns from his own mistakes. Do it just to learn. So like, the concept. If your friend get have sex and get pregnant, and y'all fourteen years old. Guess what? You probably shouldn't do. ไอ้ซีนเซ็นโอเคกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเลยกัดเ
is a constant daily battle. And this goes into like sexual discipline, which is something that I'm a big advocate for, especially for men, because a lot of our problems, in my opinion, is rooted in our lack of discipline sexually. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a case in point. You can use me as an example, but I think. Why are you abstinent? Not abstinent, but I think I didn't have a lot, like a lot of the problems that I had in my relationships in the past. And go ahead. Uh-huh. Now I'm saying like a lot of the issues that I had in my relationships in the past and just who I am as a man now is like my lack of sexual discipline. And I think lack of sexual discipline, you know, leads to you just, you're not focused. Like I remember like when I was a lot younger, I was so caught up in just trying to have as much woman as I can sleep with as much woman as I can. And I think, my energy could have been constructively used towards building businesses, stacking my money up, um, reading more books. And I think now that I've shifted over the past few years, I've seen a lot more positive happen in my career than it was negative. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the past, like I was so caught up in just trying to, and then too, also it ties into like your worth as a man. Cause mm-hmm. I think again, masculinity and ego and worth that 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 is all connected together. Whereas, like most men, they tie their worth towards how many people they slept with, how many how much possessions they have, etc. How much power they have with somebody. And it's like, as a man, you got to also reevaluate what what makes you valuable as a man. So for me, and I think a lot of it, I'm about to bring in the book. So right now, I'm reading this book right here. It's called the um the way of the superior man by David Dieter, and he kind of goes into detail about like um all these things that I'm talking about now, like sexual discipline, semen retention, um, understanding your worth as a man. And these are things where like most men aren't doing that work, but these are the things that most men got to start doing. And then also connected with other men that are doing that work. So luckily for me, I actually got introduced to this book by way of Nipsey. Mm. So Nipsey was at the breakfast club. I think this is like 2018. This is like, um, years ago before he passed unfortunately where actually he got introduced to the book through lauren so his woman so i think if nipsey and i also use this as an example like what if nip in that in that moment was like yo i could care less what you what you're trying to suggest to me lauren Mm. but like the fact that nip saw lip lauren as as his equal and took whatever she was she was trying to impart onto him as as you know valuable knowledge Nip doesn't say that Norm put me onto this book in the Breakfast Club interview. I don't have this book today. I don't get this game. Mm-hmm. So understanding that, like, yo, you being in tune with your woman or you being in tune with whoever you is 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 caring about you. On top of that, understanding that people are watching you because Nip didn't know that I was watching this interview, but I was watching it. Nip didn't know that this book, what 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 he was saying had value because if he didn't say that he was reading this book, I don't go by in this book. And then by me getting this book by way of Nip, I found some joint that's been the gem to me as a man. And then because of this, I can now use this to impart this knowledge into other men. So that's just trying to show men that like, yo, yo, your words do have power. Your words do have influence, regardless if you're a superstar or not. And then realizing that there's people watching you. Right. That's a fact. Kalia, you, I know you yeah, want to say that. Yeah, I you. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. Girl, go ahead. Come on. So what do we do? So you gotta interject. Let me know. You gotta interject. Do that. Yeah. Raise your hands and I'll call. What was the question? In class. Go ahead. We talking about um. Right. That's easy. 
No, no, but we talk we on the context of just um about um the post that I made about boundaries and having preferences on what you want and Listen, how please. folks kind of like I was surprised that people attacked me for what I was yeah, and then you started talking about like, uh, would you not sexual tension? What did you say? Sexual discipline. Sexual sexual discipline. Thank you. Um, and I think that's when you had made a face. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and I just made the face again. Go ahead. Because I want to. I mean, because <laughs> I mean, I it just it just depends on who you are and where you at in your journey. You know, like yeah, if you're gonna be sexually disciplined, congrats to you and keep that up because that's what you're doing for you. If you're going to be sexually liberated, then do that too, because that's what you do. And if you're, yeah. Yeah. thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Yeah. Also, I want to break up that the sexual discipline doesn't mean celibacy, because I think oftentimes when I say sexual discipline, people think, oh, you're being celibate. It's like, no, it's just about when I say sexual discipline, it's just about being aware about what sex can do to you. And being mindful of it. So I'm not saying don't go out here and, and don't sleep with women. It's like, yo, if you need some, get some. But also be mindful of the fact that, like, what comes with that. Mm-hmm. And I think oftentimes a lot of men don't... Most men think about the consequences after the fact than before the fact. So it's right. like, for me, I'm the type of person that's like... Yeah, yeah, so for me, it's like, okay, because I'm disciplined sexually, it's like, if I'm going to lay down with a woman, it's like, yo, if I go in, if I sleep with her raw, there's a chance that I might get her pregnant. There's a chance that I might get an SCI, STD. So because I'm aware of that beforehand, I'm nine times out of 10 probably going to use a condom going into it versus like, yo, I'm drunk. She's feeling me. I'm feeling her. I'm in the crib. We're going we to we about to have sex. Da, 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 da. And then after the fact, you're thinking like, damn, did I use a condom? Did I pull out? Da, 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 da. And it's like all of that stuff could have been solved beforehand if you was more disciplined about like, yo, before I lie down with this woman, if I'm going to go this, if I'm going to go raw, this is the consequences of me going raw. I'm not going to go raw. These are these are the consequences of me not going raw. And then on there, I got to make a decision. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, like most people that get pregnant, it ain't even planned. A lot of times, like when somebody get an SCI, oh, it I wasn't even planned. No, no. But I don't think none of that is planned. None of that is planned. But not, none of that is planned. Bingo. But I'm saying, I, yeah, nobody's planning that. But a lot of that is rooted in the fact that like most men will be like, yo, I'm drunk. And and this is what another thing where it's like most a lot of men that don't like condoms, and don't like condoms, and then they tell you that shit, and you like the niggas, and you like, all right, it's just him. Is you just fucking right? Him. He's not just fucking you. So tell him that he, I don't like condoms, head ass, to get going because you're not the man. Next, <laughs> bingo. But that's what bingo. Literally, that's it. <laughs> So I wanted to speak on um, sexual liberation because I was telling y'all earlier how like I had said something to my friend about like, oh, but, you know, I don't want to come off as a thought. And she was like, girl, we grown like there is no such thing as thought as an adult. Like if you want to be sexually liberated, like do your thing. That's you like you good. And so I kind of wanted to talk about that, like this this concept of like, you know, we're we're mature enough to be sexually liberated and it doesn't have to be considered something that like, you know, is forbidden or, you know, frowned upon. Forbidden by who? Frowned upon by who? Okay. By who? I guess society. Because think about like when we were in college, how like if you like, for example, like hooked up with like two guys on one weekend, you might be the talk of the the table in the dining room. People might be like, "Oh, she had thought she did this, she did that," or like guy, like a guy. Like if you 
are on a, a basketball team or whatever, and you know yeah. to like get with all these women, they're gonna call you a hoe. Just because they call a guy. So, okay, so let's talk about the gender roles and the double standards here. First of all, sexual liberation is a thing for whom? Because if Kevin says he fucks 10 girls a week, we the 11th girl may still give himself. If I say I fuck 10 guys a week, I'm a hoe and ask that on that and I'm dead. Considering mm-hmm. Khalil. Mm-hmm. So and your question my- here about sexual liberation really is, okay, who's answering that question? Okay, we're going to give it to the woman. Yeah. One, we're going to give it to the woman. Ladies, first of all, we are all grown. And if you can't have a conversation, like you don't need your friends, you don't need your friends to validate how sexually liberated you are or not. And if and, or anybody, especially the guy that's getting something, like what, sir? Like what's what's the conversation? You getting some or you're not? If you're not, move on and be sexually liberated <laughs> over here. Like mind, what are we talking about? Okay. Yeah. I think that. Women need to do what women want to do, whatever that looks like for you. Okay. Mm-hmm. So some women, you know, some of us, you, once you get some or give some, excuse me, you get all emotional. You you can't probably be sexually liberated because you all over the, you, you cannot do that. All right. You probably shouldn't try to be on that yeah. end of the spectrum. But I also do, I just think to myself, yeah. I'm not doing anything that I'm going to feel bad about or double think, like think again, think about again. So, and time means nothing. Like, y'all little lies about how y'all got mm-hmm. your three month and eight month rule, and uh, y'all lying, y'all lying, y'all lying. You're lying. Do <laughs> you're doing what you're doing, and you don't need to be talking about it because you're an adult. Like, sis, unless you're telling your homegirls your story, relax yourself. Everybody does not need to know. Do your handle your business and keep it to yourself. And then we won't be really having this conversation unless people are just talking about how much <clears throat> how much they enjoy their sexuality and aspects that they love and sharing mm-hmm. with you, you know, whatever they want to share with you. Then we can have this conversation. But other than that, I mean, girl and guy, do what you're doing. Stay safe. And one, protect your heart. Like, after uh, saying safe, protect your heart. Bingo. All that... Who you sleeping with? How many people you sleeping with? Like y'all still asking for body count? You don't need to be having sex. Guys, right, right. First of all, going to lie. She's going to lie. Okay, she's gonna lie. Yeah, she's going. We all are. Ladies, what says what you asking for? He's gonna lie. He don't. He don't know. Right. It's not I don't even question. think that should be a question. Like, why are we talking about that? You know why we, we talk about it? I want to say 21 and up, but I'm going to yeah, give the, I, you know, at the college, a little after. Yeah, 25 up. Shut your mouth. What are you talking about? Cause, <laughs> yeah, because my biggest thing with that, and I, and, I, and I break it down into two ways. For the, I think for the woman, it's like, you shouldn't, I'm going to keep it a book. Like, y'all shouldn't for the shame because you got to think about it. Like, most most men, you could make the argument that like most like most women are w- more worried. I'm like, yo, why are you worried for? Like men out here doing the same thing too. And I think for women, like most women are doing it because it's for 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 fear that they think, okay, if I'm sleeping with this, I'm not gonna be um an eligible candidate to be married or whatever or chosen. But it's like, yo, real talk. Like I always tell I always tell people this: men or women, unless that person unless that person is a virgin, they probably slept with somebody before. And it's like, you no, know, think about it. Unless they're a virgin, they probably had sex with somebody before. And you got to get mm-hmm. to a point in your life where it's just like, 
Uh, as long as they don't, if they don't got no SCI, they don't got no SCD, they're protecting themselves. That's all that, that matters. Because mm-hmm. again, it's like, I, I remember growing, I remember when I was in college, I used to hate the fact where like, oh, don't talk to Kev because Kev was with so-and-so. And I'm like, really, motherfucker? And, and in my head, I'm like, <laughs> I used to hate that shit. So for me, I would never do that to a woman. I'm like, yo, the bro, don't. Kev, if you're now, I mean, now, huge, I think before, smash, now, no, no, no. you're not talking to her. Next question, no, 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 but I'm saying it from the standpoint, no, hear me out, hear me out. I'm saying from the standpoint of like, most people will say, oh, so-and-so slept with this amount of people, so you you should not even take them seriously. But in reality, it's like, as we all get older, as we date people in and out, depending on if you get sexual with them or not, we're going to have a trail. We're going to have a trail regardless of whether we like it or not. But at the same time, it's like, that trail shouldn't be the reason why you um don't speak to somebody somebody or disqualify them because again like sometimes finding true love you're gonna have to go through a lot of road you know roadblocks etc make mistakes on that journey and then on top of that it's like for men i always tell men like bro you can't be out here judging a woman for so-and-so when you're doing the same things that she she's doing and it's like if you want to want a woman judging you for sleeping with multiple women then don't do that to her when she's when she's out here sleeping with multiple men and it's like Also, and I always tell people this is like if that's the case, then be selective with who you have sex with. Be se- be selective. If you don't, if you if you don't want that to be you, be wise and learn from us or learn from those who are out here doing that. Then, then you don't do that. And mm-hmm. then again, it's like, bro, sex is kind of like I want. It's a need from a standpoint of procreation, but I also realize that like people got to fulfill their needs. Like, yo, mm-hmm. you got to fulfill your needs, whether it's you masturbating or not masturbating. Whatever you got to do to fulfill your needs, by all means, do it. And you shouldn't feel ashamed to, to, to essentially do that. Right. That's a good point. Now, the question I wanted to ask you both is how soon do you think is soon enough to not use condoms? Honestly, tested. I'm keeping a buck with you. I'm at a point now because like now the sexual fluidity is people are so sexual fluid. You know, people mm-hmm. out here, girls is sleeping with guys and girls. Guys are sleeping with girls and guys. And I think nowadays in this age of sexual liberation, I think testing is more important now than ever. And for me, it's like, I don't want to take that risk of, especially not knowing your status. Mm-hmm. or if, Even if I don't have to know your status, but at least knowing that you doing your due diligence and getting tested, where it's just like, yo, I'm not about to just go and go raw. And this is like on top of that yeah. for me. And I, I, No, no. So- Get tested with every Talk girl before you have sex with them. You're not. Yeah, You're not. no, but in general, I get tested like no, 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 no. I'm gonna tell you, it's not every girl, but no, 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 wait, wait. I get, to, I not, I personally get tested two, two to three times a year. Okay, so Something you know, you religious. should get tested after every sexual partner you have. So again, buddy, but wait, wait, tell that you didn't hear me out. Let me hear me out. I, but I'm not, free, I'm not sexually active as most dudes are. But I'm a, I, I generally, regardless if I'm sleeping with somebody or not, I get tested two to three times a year. But on it top gets, of that, if I, and it comes back negative and get huh? tested again, it comes back positive. That's why I get tested two to three times a year, and I do it in like six month intervals. So it's like I know that you got to give it some time for it to, to show up. But on mm-hmm. top of that, if I'm sleeping with somebody, I, that's a conversation that I'm having upright and i'm telling this girl like we having those conversations you know mm-hmm. and then even in that if i catch a bad vibe i remember like one time i was with somebody i was catching a bad vibe i went and got tested myself so for me i'm very like proactive in terms of like my sexual health and doing the things that i need to do 
But outside of that, it's like we got to normalize, like getting tested. Like we all when our car gets messed up, we get our car fixed. When um, our nails ain't right, ladies, I go get your nails right. If your hair ain't right, you go get your hair right. If your body ain't right. We also got to approach that same thing with sexual health. It's like, if you ain't feeling right about something, go get che- go get it checked out. So that's my whole approach on that. Mm-hmm. The question was, ahead, are we, how long, what? Waiting to get it. How, 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 how soon is soon enough to not use oh, right, I got okay. sex. Well, sex? I mean, honestly, y'all, y'all just got to really, it's really up to you, for real. Like, you could be... Oh, we raw sex on the first time and then y'all just raw sex and then that's that. Or you you could do that month rule, whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it depends on who you are and what you're doing. I just think that in today's day and like time, like I would just be always protecting myself. Like pleasure is pleasure. Like what well, I don't give a damn how good it is. Like your life is dependent on that. So you just, whatever you're comfortable right. with goes back to what I keep saying. Like, you wait in three months to have sex, good. You wait in six months to have raw sex, great for you. Whatever, whatever you are comfortable with, because whatever comes after that, remember you were comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think sometimes- Last thing, but also, ladies, y'all need to be definitely going to the GYN, okay? If you having raw sex, and if you having raw sex with one or two people at a time, because your pH balance needs to remain balanced, okay? Your your right. production, <laughs> perhaps it needs to not overproduce. So, okay, get, keep it together, especially <laughs> if you're raw sex. But even if you're not, like if you're using condoms, you know the latex it can mess up your pH and all of that too. So, I would, I just probably wouldn't be mm-hmm. like just be careful because God, like okay, if nothing, if you don't get the STI or the baby out of the raw sex, what about the yeast infection or the BV that be coming in? You know, like ladies, keep it cute, okay. Right. If, if he don't like it, right. he he only like it without a condom. Guess he ain't gonna like it. <laughs> and that's <laughs> use your condom, right. okay? Right. And until that, and I know, and I know that people slip up. Like people, now when I say people slip up is meaning like like people know, but then they be like, "Yo, I trust their word. We're gonna go raw." Sometimes, or like sometimes they, even if they don't have the word, they'll be like, "Yo, I'll just go raw. Fuck it, it's one time." Da da da. But it's just like. I'm at a point now where like I can't take because I can't take those risks. Mm-hmm. And I think especially now, like it's funny with everything going with COVID. I feel like more people has approached wearing their mask and their gloves with COVID. And it's like I can't come out of this and even during it, well, hopefully not during this, you know, you gotta be social distancing. But even outside of this, is like I can't come out of this being protected over that and then not taking my sexual health seriously. Yeah. On the level that I took coronavirus. Yeah. So basically, get tested, y'all. And now, don't just be on raw sex with these people's sons and daughters, okay? Right. And this episode is sponsored by Planned Parenthood. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, one other question I wanted to ask y'all is Have you ever had a one night stand? You know, my mom. Wait, I'm gonna say, oh, I did this thing, and then she gonna go listen to it. Mom, I'm still a virgin. Thank you very much. I've had my share. I've had my share of it, and it's like, I think for me, one thing about me, I'm able to kind of like detach the my emotion from it. So for me, I've been able to like, yo, I, I've had situations where it's like it's happened, and then we kept moving. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that some people 
aren't there yet. But I know for me, it's just kind of like, yo, it is what it is. We do it. We enjoy it. We keep it moving. And we keep it going cool. If not, it's straight. And for me, it's just like, it was, it, I'm not saying I got here easily. Like, I think early on, I was just like, I, I, there's there been some women where I'm just like, yo, it happened and I'm still attached and I've gotten hurt in the process, not because they hurt me, but because my emotions was too much in the, in the way. And, and I think that's why I tell people like these one night stands is like people out here saying like, yeah, I could be a savage. Da, da, da. And it's like, yo, not everybody built for it. Cause like mm-hmm. not everybody definitely built for it. I feel like there are more people who aren't built to be a savage than who are out here saying that they are. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. You know, people like to pop their shit, you know, just like, People like to, you know, post pics on a car that they don't own, a home that they mm-hmm. own. It's the same shit. It's the same shit to me. Yeah. Go ahead, Kalia. I mean, I'm not arguing. What the question yeah. is, the answer is absolutely. It was very fun. Great to talk about the next day. It was fast. And uh-huh. yeah, I wanted to get it off my little list. And it was great. And I think that if you're comfortable, mm-hmm. again, ladies and gentlemen, Gents, y'all did it. But ladies, those contemplating, if you you mean, I mean, sis, do what you want to do, protect yourself, and have fun. Like, what? Honey, girl, stop. Yeah. What you don't want to be is in your 40s playing, doing things, and trying things you shouldn't do. You know what I mean? Don't play <laughs> yourself, sis. You live your life, enjoy yourself, protect yourself, be grown about the decisions you're going to make, be content with them after. Right. Yeah. Right. So before we wrap this up, I wanted to ask each of you what your ideal partner looks like. So Kev, I know that you kind of touched on it a little bit, like with Michelle Obama, but Kalia, I want you to go first. Tell us, you know, maybe it's the person that you were manifesting. Maybe it's somebody (laughs) bigger and better than that. But I want to hear what your ideal man looks like. You be the manifest queen, so speak speak correctly. And not just the physicality, like what he is, who he is as a man. She was about six foot five. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Wait, do I need to stop it? So I dropped my type and y'all slide. Okay. Um, <laughs> this is a little six four, you know, six four minimum two seventy. I ain't gonna say nothing. No thick beard, full beard, but okay. Um, but um, no um. I while, no not to be all deep and you know on my incense and sage vibe, but as I was to know myself, because right, you know what, being in quarantine, living alone in quarantine has forced me to be with myself in a way that my job and my lifestyle does not require me to be like. So I'm getting up. I'm in the office nine to five. I'm at events. Six to nine, getting home, 11 p.m., doing it again, getting up, 7 a.m. Like, I'm doing my thing, right? And life is happening, and I'm meeting guys here and there, but I'm not really forced to, like, be with myself, whatever. So being in this quarantine has made me, like, what do you like since you're bored? What do you like to do? Like, what do you like to read? What kind of music are you into? Like, you know, getting to know myself and then doing that, it has helped me figure out what I need and the guy that I'm trying to manifest. Like how I begin to compliment me, not complete me, but compliment me. And so I want to say that I'm working on that. So I don't know fully the list 
of qualities that I want. But I do know that besides the little, you know, details I drop, remember again, at 6'4", 270, in full beard. Besides that, thanks <laughs> for minimum, yeah, minimum. Um, <laughs> Damn. My, um, yeah. You said NFL players, basketball six players two. only. Yeah. So, blessing might be six foot. You feel me? Right. All right. Right. Or receive it. Receive it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Action. Okay. Let me not quote in the Bible. <laughs> okay. But All right. Your blessing could be oh, your blessing could be five one. You know what? I would, I would, I would, I would, I would never. see right past it. <laughs> intended. Okay. I don't know, but what I what I really want now is someone who is emotionally intelligent. Uh, someone who is not afraid to communicate. Not a good, not that they are a good communicator, but that they're not afraid to communicate. And I, I want someone that is like just comfortable in his skin, whatever that looks like for him. So if he's quirky and a little dorky, if you know that shit, shit, be that. Like, don't try to be nothing else. Be that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we not. I'm not young. I'm not. I mean, okay, wait, pause. I'm 26, y'all. Keep it cute. But I'm not looking for the little like, oh, he, you know, he, like he got this. Like, girl. I mean, that's cute, too, because, you know, we still bragging about that in the group chats, too. You know y'all in the group right. chats. I am in the group chat talking about the shits, too. But I just I just want him to be able to, like, I want to grow with somebody. And even if it doesn't turn into a lifetime thing, I need to know that I'm going to grow when I'm with you. I don't want to be the only one that came out of it if I do have to come out of it and be like, well, he taught me all of this because of problems. Like, you know what I mean? Like, not... Yo, we was growing together and we just realized we're on two different things and this is why we split. But at least I was with somebody that helped me grow and made me, like, you know, and forced me to level up while I was doing my thing too. Um, but ultimately, you know, I'm trying to be with somebody happily ever after. So again, 6'4", y'all heard what I said. 270, dark skin, where you at? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. They're coming. They sliding in your DMs right now. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I love for, it. yeah, I think for me, it's not, um, I think the biggest thing is like, you know, God fearing. And I think a lot of it is just like, I've been watching a lot of like, um, Mike, um, Mike Todd's on relationship goals. And I think mm-hmm. for me like realizing how That's hard, a good series. Yeah. How hard, seeing how hard this world is on just, just life is. And I think being, for me, having God involved in everything that I do, I think now more than ever is definitely important. But outside of the, the God component for me, um, I love a woman that is, um, definitely she has her own thing you know i think uh like i'm actually i'm like you know i've grown up around a lot of strong women in my household and and that doesn't intimidate me you know i think love love being around a woman that has that wants to be the best that she can be because i think for me i want to be the best that i can be so you know i'm I'm a a firm believer that you know iron sharpens iron and i think i love a woman that's um i'm not looking for perfection i think too often a lot of women They'll see me like, yo, Kev probably wants this perfect. Because I, when I say Michelle Obama, they think, oh, perfect woman. It's like, nah, like Michelle Obama wasn't Michelle Obama who she is today. You know, mm-hmm. but I think she had a growth mindset. You know, that's right. another thing. Like, I think a woman that has a growth mindset, a woman that's like, yo, this is, I'm not where I want to be, but this is where I want to be. And this is what I'm doing to put in the work to get there. And it's like me as a partner is like, what can I do to, to be of resource to her to help her get where she want to be and vice versa? Cause I have my goals too and being able to have an apartment that can kind of aid me in 
getting where I want to be is definitely important. Um, I definitely want a woman that's collaborative, you know, um, a woman that's collaborative in terms of, because we need to be collaborative in every area in our life. So my finances to, if we have kids, we're working on kids. Um, our, our whole relationship dynamic. Um, I love a woman that's like versatile. You know, I, I love a woman that, you know, that can give you a presentation in the, um, in front of a senior executives, but a, but could twerk her butt away at a club. You know, like you I like the duality. Yeah, yeah, duality. You know, I want a woman that's righteous and righteous. I, 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 like, Ooh, okay. I like, yeah, I like that. I like that. You know, because I'm, I'm, I'm like, and I'm like that too. Like, I, 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 I want to. Yeah. We've like, seen the TikToks, okay? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I love me. I love me that. Like, I love a woman that's like versatile. That could, you know, laugh work i just want a woman to feel super comfortable and it's because I'm, I'm super comfortable there's so many sides mm-hmm. to me and like being with a woman that could be like yo we could pray together we could you know talk serious shit together and then we could like go to the club and just turn up and have a good time it's like mm-hmm. that, that balance is definitely needed and then i think again like i've never had a type in terms of like physical stuff you yeah. know like i think for me i'm more in tune with like okay who you are as a person What's your drive? What's your growth mindset like? Who you are? Those are things that definitely matter to me. And then, like again, if a woman can achieve those things, and yeah, I'm, I'll be more Wait, than I happy. I gotta add something in yeah. Okay, I talked about things. The first, the first three things I listed were just at the top of my list. But I want to say one last thing. I, you gotta have your own shit. Emphasis on your that too. own yeah. shit. Just yep. for me. Yep. Listen, if you still, if you're not, if you don't have your own shit, that's fine. But my preference for me and where I'm at on my journey, like I have my own apartment. I need you to have your own shit. I don't want you to advise. Please be honest. I know when you be single and a guy find out you live alone, he becomes a little homeless and want to be. Your house <laughs> is your house. Do not let you guys become homeless. Okay. Another thing, ladies, it's okay to be like, you know, because before I lived alone, I was okay if you, you know, still lived at your mother's house too. But now where I'm at, I just want you to have your own shit so you can understand, like, you know, this is where I'm at. This is where I'm at. This level of responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like, you have this level of responsibility on your plate, so I know that you're moving in a certain way because this level of responsibility is on your plate. Right. So I just wanted to add. Right. Yeah. Or even if, I will say, just to, to caveat, even if that level of responsibility isn't there yet, Work, they're yeah. visibly working toward have it. A plan. Sorry. Yeah, like, yeah. Bro, you know, yeah. I just want to see, like, I, I personally personally need to see some effort, like, and so, like, I, in the dating, in the dating, this little sphere, then it's just a bunch of shenanigans, and I just, and you can weed some shit out and, tell, and be able to tell some shit about the person. By what they have on their plate at their age, at their time, whatever stage of the game they're in. Right. I almost low key, I almost low key hate dating sometimes because it's like we, um, Khalid, we were talking about it. It was like, yo, the the dating prospects feels like a whole like you gotta have a strategy yeah. just to fucking communicate, and it's just like, bro, like all that strategy shit just to like, am I coming on too strong? Am I not coming on too strong? Should I say this? Should I say that? It, it takes away from the fact of actually like getting to know somebody. Yeah. Well, I'm a- Cause yeah, you I just like to tell you, you have your own shit. Don't get homeless. But other than that, that emotional yeah. intelligence <laughs> is important. 
And just really, really like everybody just wants somebody that wants them back and that deserves what they have to give. So like, I don't need you to be the whole package. Like, bro, we live in New York City. So if you got your own spot, I don't expect you to really have a car and all of that too. It's a lot going on. You know what I mean? Like, where are you even parking it at? Ultimate side of the street parking. But, you know, like, I need to know that you're well on your way. And this is your plan. What the hell is your plan? You don't have a plan for you. Bro, you don't have no plans for me. For us. Like, I don't want you to entertain me if you can't even gather your own shit. Don't get it together. Hit me. I'm saying come to me with all your shit together because I'm still a work in progress, too. But... No, you're working on your yeah. shit. Hey, I'm working on my shit. Right. That's why I said, not that I want a good communicator. I want somebody that is comfortable with being able to communicate. Like, no, like, yo, I'm feeling this way. Yeah. Say that shit. Not a mind read. I need to know that shit. And that can help me deal with you and better mm-hmm. care about you and give you the love that you need. You know? I, I always tell people, like, communication is so fucking important. And I think people fail to realize that it's like, yo, nobody's perfect. Like, and I think too many times, like, yo, just saying, yo, I didn't like what you said. Oh, I, mean- or, I don't like what you did. Or I like this pill. And it's like, yo, right. little, little things like that. Cause like what happens is in our society is somebody will do something wrong. Um, the girl, the girl, or guy will go on social media and post a sub and then oh, triggers the, 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 the boy, you're the done. girl. You're done. We, we 25 and up. Oh, do not sub. You got something to say? You can't communicate, so now you're gonna let everybody in the business. Well, no, talk to yeah. me. What Just are you talk doing? To me. Yeah, you're not for me. You're not for me. You're kidding me. Yeah. Call me back when you grow the hell up. Actually, don't. Grow the hell up. <laughs> Actually, black man ever. Yeah, like communication for me is is like after after the God component is super important, and I think. On top of that, like not perfection, like not looking for perfection. Like I just want somebody that has a growth mindset. That's why I say growth mindset because perfection, a lot of us is like, yo, I have flaws. I have my flaws. The woman that I'm probably going to meet or the woman that's going to be my wife, whatever, whenever that time happens, is going to have flaws. But it's like, I always tell people, the, does the good outweigh the bad? Mm-hmm. Because if you if you focus on the bad, you're gonna find a lot of reasons to like, yo, if we focus on the bad on our jobs, we focus on the bad on our parents, we focus on the bad and now this wine that I'm drinking. This wine is good, but if I could focus on the bad on this wine, I don't drink this wine, I don't date that girl, I don't do that job. And it's like at some point, it's like, yo, everything, everything has their bads. But if the pros outweigh the cons, it's worth it's worth, it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. And I think once you get into that place, and I think most people who aren't there yet because of um vulnerability people are afraid to you're gonna get hurt i always tell people it's like you can't you can't go into it's like a boxer going into a, a fighting um, a fighting match like you can't expect to win and not get a hit mm-hmm. same with love it's like yo in the process of finding true love you're gonna get hit in the process and it's like you got to be able to tough tough those hit out tough those hits out if you need to sit out remember in a boxing match if you get hit hard enough you might have to sit it out a bit you might have to right. go to the corner, man. I have to get you right, but you you still keep going. And that's where right. the growth mindset is. Like you're gonna take hurdles, but you gotta have that mindset to say, all right, this is what it is, but I'm gonna keep going. Yeah, that's a fact. Um, I wanted to loop back into um strategy real quick. Yeah. So how how do you two shoot like the perfect shot? Like, 
personally, like when it comes to like, you know, if there's somebody you're interested in and like professionally, like if you're trying to network or like build a connection with somebody. So with. I was like, I'm so damn awkward. So if, mm-hmm. when it comes to. <laughs> listen, I'm a very candid person. Very like, it, okay, guys, be shocked. I'm shy. Like, yes, when it comes to a guy I like, I'm like, hey, he's my number one. Even though that's what I'm saying in the inside, but it's not coming out. You know what I mean? So I might mm-hmm. talk to you a little bit, feel you out. But when it comes, so we're going to get back to that. But the professional shot, oh, that that's my money and that's my name and that's my, my work and my creativity. And I'm not sleeping on that. So however I feel works best during this right. climate. Right now, people got nothing but time. So all those little coffee chats and chats you're going to have, if you was really about it, follow up now because they home. They all home. home. Yeah. Boil your right. water, make your tea, and get on that Zoom and reach out to them. Reach out to those people and be like, hey, can we have a virtual coffee chat? Email them, DM them, however you feel yeah. comfortable, whatever your relationship is. If it's new and you don't know them, I would do a cold email. I wouldn't be having everybody's DMs because you can imagine you know, but it just depends on your industry and where you at. Like yeah. personally in my industry and in media, I can slide in DMs and it works like that. And I use my work email and it works like that too. So it just depends on where you at. Mm-hmm. They didn't these girls. Awesome. One last part. These girls. No, no, go on, go on. That just depends on your personality. But I mean, all we have right now are dating apps, DMs, and email boxes. So if you want to be a real extra, you know, I guess, and slide with an email, depending on who it is. Like, if you send me an email, I might be like, oh, okay, check you out. Oh, and I also might put you in the group chat, like, look at this extra ass shit. I, it depends. So, you know, DMs, slide in those DMs. Ladies, the other day I had to tell one of my girls in the group chat, she was like, I got to do this. I got to do this with 526. Sis, slide in the DMs, but you finally did it. You didn't respond back yet, but he it's just on request. You know, he ain't seen it yet. So, ladies, slide in yeah. the DMs. Like, do what you want and don't be scared. Facts. Sometimes you got to take initiative. Take that initiative, yeah. baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you like, Kev. You want a girl to slide in your DMs? Oh, no, 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 no. For me, for me, I, I mean, I appreciate uh-huh. it. You know, I appreciate it. You know, it makes my job easier. But my, uh-huh. but my thing is, okay, so I'm going to talk about it from a, a relationship standpoint and go to professional. Okay. So from a relationship standpoint, for me, shit, if you slot in the DMs, that makes my job easier. But I think for me, I'm a, I'm a big troll, you know, and I think for me, troll, I like it because, again, like, I, when I troll a woman, it's not, it's, it's my way to show the woman that, like, yo, I'm not putting you on a pedestal. Well, okay, so can we can we dive into that a little bit? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's good. So, like, because there's I, a fine line. No, 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 there's uh-huh. a, no, no. But I, I, I do it classy. Like, I'm not, I'm not, because with trolling, I understand there's a difference between like joking and being flat out disrespectful. So for me, the point of trolling is to show that, like, okay, as beautiful as may be, as attractive as you may be towards me, I'm, I'm trying to highlight that, like, yo, you're human as well. Mm-hmm. So like the point of trolling is just a way to say like, hey, you beautiful, you great, but you also you're human as well. Mm-hmm. So even when a woman trolls, that's why I like when a woman trolls me because it's like, yo, as good as I may be in your eyes, when you troll me, you're trolling something that like, okay, I'm human. You you bring me down to being a human. So when I troll a woman, that's how my, my way I go about doing things. It's like, hey, um, you're human. And then on top of that, it's like it breaks the ice because it's like. 
for most women, it's like, yo, why does this guy have the audacity to just like, because most men go into the DMs. I personally don't like shooting my shot, but if I do shoot my shot, I'll, I'll get straight to the point. I'll be like, yo, your page looks dope. Da, 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 da. I want to talk. Like, I get straight to the point. But if, but my way of, if I'm not doing that, I'm trolling. Because most men, most women are probably in that DM seeing men as like, hey, beautiful, hey, handsome. And I'm, I'm like the guy that's like, yo, why did you have that outfit on? But no, 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 but I, but I do it in a way, but I, no, but I do it in a way where it's just like most women are expecting that. Yeah, we need, we need receipts. What I'm thinking of right now is you being that nigga that's like, oh, I got to keep you humble. Like, I can't be letting you out here. That's exactly me. That's exactly me. Why are you even that? No, no, no. That's exactly No, I'm leaving it because that's... No, no, no. That's exactly me. It's crazy how you read my mind some more. That's exactly me because, like, I will say some shit like that right now and I'll be like... It worked. I got to... You could... Yeah, it worked. It works because you got to... Okay. It works because a lot of dudes be in a DM... Like, me... I'm not about to sit here, come on your DM and be like, yo, hey, beautiful. Oh, I'm going to be like, yo, that picture was tough, but you could have wore a different out. And then and then I'll be like, yo, I'm just going to Okay. And off rip, you get my attention because it's like, yo, who's this man that has the audacity to say that shit? Yeah. And right. off of that, and I'll, and, I'll, and I'll level set it to be, no, but I'll be like, I'll level set it to be like, yo, da 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 da, I'm trying to talk to you, and then we go on a date, and then I, I, I excel oh, well in conversation. Oh, yeah, I'll look crazy, but I want to take you out for ice cream, seven o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> because you got to think about it. Most women, think about it. Most, most go through your DMs. Y'all custom to dudes saying, um, hey, beautiful, hey, handsome, and then you some nigga saying that, like, oh, you, your picture was fire, but you could have wore a different fit. That's just one way of my trolling. Now, now I need to know what she has said in response. No, but in response to that, it depends on a woman. Wait, 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 wait. But it but depends on a woman. I oh, I I got you. But the on onto that, it depends on a woman. Because most women will be like, the woman will troll me back. They'll be like, Oh word, da 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 da, and then it'll troll me back. And then if you control me back, then that's like, oh, all right, you could you could take a joke, and then now that starts a whole conversation. But there's some women that be like, there's sometimes where I've done that and it doesn't work. It doesn't work, for woman. <laughs> yeah, because she was fucking hurt. Of she was fucking hurt because I know, like I know, I'm like, yo, I'm walling. But it's like the woman that. But if you could take my my trolling and then troll me back, I already know. All right, we cool. If we can keep it going, but like I'm. Cause I I hate the fact that like most there's so many dudes in the DMs worshiping the woman. I'm like, yo, fuck that. Let me go on a different post. I'm like, yo, you look beautiful, but you could have wore a different fit. Okay. I deliberately we, we, need, we need receipts. I'm waiting. Yeah, I, 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 I got receipts. <laughs> <laughs> but trolling is my thing. Nah, but trolling is my thing. And then like if if I'm not trolling, I'm gonna be straight to the point where it's like. Sometimes okay. I might get left on scene, but I'm like, yo, hey, I saw your page. But it's like, no, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. But then that's that's on a relationship tip. But on a professional tip, yeah. it's like, on a professional tip, it's my thing is like, if I see somebody that I'm trying to network with, I'll study them. And I'm like, hey, like I saw that you was in this. So I saw that you did that. So when I when I start my conversation or my introduction, I'm not just leading from a place of like, I want to set myself apart from the rest of the people. So my thing is like, yo, I'm I'm gonna study you, and I and that's my biggest thing 
my, I'm a big advocate of like studying the person that you with, whether you're dating them or you're trying to network with them. I'm a big person. I'm like, yo, know the person before you start talking to them. So it's like, hey, I saw that you was featured in um, Forbes 40 under 40. Um, I saw that you work at this company, da, 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 da. You inspired me, this, that, and the third. I would love to have a conversation about you with this, that, and the third. And I and I always leave from a place of like, not trying to pick your brain, but more of like trying to have a conversation. Cause like there's some yeah. things that I want to get across. Cause like the pick your brain thing is cool, but like a lot of people don't be fond of the pick oh, your brain. Yeah, I was say it turns that is annoying. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know what it is though? I feel like you shouldn't ever be overt yeah. with saying it like that. Yeah. Because when it when the conversation ends up being a pick your brain kind of situation anyway, but you should never be like, oh hey, I love what you're doing. Can I pick your brain? Can you tell yeah, me exactly how you all, did this thing to that's not, their successful? journey is not yours. So even if I tell got to the current right now that you feel is so big that you want to pick my brain for or i've attained uh some accolades that you think is worthy of you know picking my brain now like girl no what is the goal of the conversation what is it that you want from this conversation hi i'm interested in doing x i've done x a b and c i'm trying to get to x y and z i would love to learn your thoughts that's what you want to know their thoughts and that's it you're not picking Brain. That's, that's a great template. Brain. Like, and, and I think on top of that, and I think because since becoming a professional, I remember when I was at um when I was trying to find my way to get into the, my, the public relations industry, I was always on some like, yo, why didn't I answer my emails this and the third? And as a professional, and I have a lot of the younger college students or interns reach out to me, I'm like, bro, if you're gonna reach out to me, because I'm busy as fuck, we all busy. As professionals, mm-hmm. but it's like, yo, if you reach out to me, and if you're very respectful of my time and my space, and you're very like, te- like, if you know what you want, I'm gonna respond to you because it's like, yo, this person know what she wants. She got a direction in her life and what she's trying to go with. I'm gonna give her the energy. So it's like, for me, if you did your due diligence on, on me, I'm gonna give you the respect of being like, all right, she did her due diligence on me. She knows what she wants. Why she's trying to talk to me? I'm gonna meet her halfway. So for me now, when I talk with senior executives, because again, I'm trying to get up the ladder, it's like, all right, I know this person is super busy. Let me get straight to the point and be efficient and make their time easier. So I leave from a place of that. And on top of that, it's like, okay, did I do my homework on them? Because if you for you to do your homework on them, it's like, all right, you didn't just say, hey, you're um, VP at this company. That's why I wanted to talk to you. It's like, no. On top of you being VP at this company, I saw that you work at this company here where you where you was doing this, that, and the third. I'm aspiring, I'm an aspiring PR professional that wants to work in this nonprofit space. I saw that you you led a nonprofit function. What are the some of the things that you learned that you learned there that I can apply so I could be this, that, and the third? So when you when you're very like specific about your ask as a professional. Um, and this is a this is a gem towards the interns out there, the the college students out there. If you're very specific about your acts and you do your homework on me, I'm nine times out of ten going to respond to you. But on the flip side, it's like when I'm trying to get game from people that are older than me, I'm trying to do my homework on them as well. Mm-hmm. That's real. Both of y'all just dropped some serious gems on that. So I hope the people that are listening rewind and take down those notes and for that template because I for sure am because there are a couple people that I'm thinking about right now that I would love to have as a mentor. Yeah. Um, but I just cannot figure out the way to like 
directly hit them up because you never want to be over it with being like, hey, can you be my mentor? I love it. Nah, it's easy. It's it's super easy. Like when you realize that, because what what I tell people is like authenticity, Mm -hmm. authenticity shines through anything. Right. And it's like part of being authentic is about like, yo, I did your, yo, keep it a buck. Cause like shoot your shot. It's like, yo, I did my homework on you. You worked at this company here. It may come off as creepish, but it's like, yo, as a professional, I respect the person that just did their homework on me versus mm-hmm. the person that just reached out to me saying, hey, I would like for you to be my mentor. Mm-hmm. That's a fact. Because I think about it. If you dating somebody, think about it. If you dating a man or a woman, it's like, I respect the woman that did their homework on me or I, I respect the man. In your cases, in your cases, it's like, I, you respect the man that probably put in the effort to try to understand and get to know you. Mm-hmm. You'll probably give them more time of the day versus a man that's just saying like, "Hey, shorty, you're bad." It's like, nah. Like, I saw that you do a podcast, bonus and do rag. That's a vibe. Um, I'm, I, I do video editing. I could probably help you out here, or mm-hmm. I'll try to know why you, why you was inspired to do that podcast. So now he, that means that he did his homework on you, right? He studied right. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that definitely gives you more bonus points. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for being like, oh, what's up? Think about beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Everybody could say what's up with you, beautiful. But the fact that he took mm-hmm. the time to understand that you got a podcast and he, he could reference episodes. That right. Listen, yeah. brownie points with the referencing of the episodes. Like, oh, I learned this from this. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> see, look, at, see, look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that's that's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not going to take up too much of y'all time. I know it's late, but is there anything that you guys want to say? Last minute thoughts? Anything? I, I, you smirking, Kalia? Yeah, she about to say a lot. Yeah, I had a blast. I hope this is this is. I did too. Yeah. Next time, lit. two more glasses yeah. of wine. Another, you know, and um, we can run our mouth for more. But uh, I hope that you ladies took from yeah. what I, all I had to say is like one. Just be chill if you and if you dating and you don't know what's going on and it's not really working out. Take a second to be still. Also, don't tolerate no shit for real. If you tolerating some yeah. shit, it's okay, but acknowledge it and get and then stop that. And then make your list, girl. And if you out here doing your thing, protect yourself and you know put your health in your in your mind first. Uh, do nothing you know you can't really yeah. handle. And then have some fun, like relax, and so and take it easy on yourself. Like dating during a pandemic is a little is isn't isn't you know this isn't our normal. Don't let the world tell you this is the new norm. There's no such thing. Nothing about what we're dealing with during this pandemic is normal. So you might have to do some things that you're not used to, like uh, join a dating app or slide in the DM because you're not going to see them for a couple of months. And then if, if it forces you, if you're really social distancing. You're not, you're not linking up. So you're really just allowing yourself to genuinely get to know somebody, you know, and, and, and don't, and then be easy on yourself. Like wherever you are in your journey, be there and know that, you know, whatever, whatever, it will all pass. You will move forward. You will grow after this. And that's just it. Like take it easy on yourself for real, for real. You or somebody's son will be a thing eventually, but for now, yeah to that point i think for me the biggest takeaway is like um yeah agreed like this is a um unusual time so don't put so much pressure on yourself to kind of figure it out but 
on top of that, I would say if you're blessed and you have the opportunity, because you know, not everybody has this opportunity. If you do, use this time to kind of figure out who you are, what you want, what you like, what triggers you, what doesn't trigger you. Because I think once you know yourself and what you like, it'll dictate how you approach, what jobs you pursue, what relationships mm-hmm. you pursue, et cetera. On top of that, I think be comfortable in your own skin. I think a lot of times um, don't feel the pressure of society of saying, yo, if you want to go out there and, and, and sleep whoever you want to sleep with, do do that, but also be mindful of the consequences. So mm-hmm. I think that's leading to my third point is um, think about the consequences of your action before the fact and not after the fact. And I think oftentimes people wait until after the fact to think about the consequences and often, and then by that time it's too late. So those are, those are just some of the things. And then on top of that, it's like, yo, um, enjoy the process. Know that nobody is perfect. Perfection is something that like, you got to throw that out the window. I think the biggest thing is like surround yourself with people, whether you're dating them, whether your colleagues that have a growth mindset, they have a growth mindset that's going to take you further. And then also don't be afraid to seek help. Don't be afraid to tap into your networks. I think again, like what you guys are home alone or home with family or you're dealing with something. It's like, it's very easy to say, yo, I'm going to tough this thing out myself, but just do know that there's help out there. You know, whether the help out there is in a friend, a family member, a podcast, um, a page, like, you know, my page was where you could just kind of tap in and get gems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shameless plug. Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah. But yeah, but you can just tap in and then like, um, you know, don't be afraid to communicate. And I think again, like communication is key. Yeah. You know, that's for everything in life. And if you do those things, you'll be fine. That's a fact. This was incredible. I thank you guys for also doing this impromptu too. I think I text y'all like what? At like six o'clock, Yo, like, guys, ready. let's talk. <laughs> I'm ready. I, and, I, and I feel like I think I'm ready. And, I, and the reason why I say that is because it's like, yo, like one thing this quarantine thing has taught me is just like, yo, what's the worst that could happen? You know, mm-hmm. let's, let's make it happen. You got the, yo, we got the time. Yeah. Exactly. And, and this is, remember when we was work, because people don't realize, like, especially if you're blessed in this position, when we was working nine to fives, getting up and going to work, we didn't have the time to do the things that we're doing here now. And right. it's like, yo, People so caught up in trying to get things right, get things perfect, where it's just like, yo, you want to shoot a podcast? Let's do it. Right. The worst that could happen. Right. Exactly. We ain't got nothing but time. We got nothing but time. We got the mm-hmm. time that we wanted to, that we wanted and so desperately needed for when exactly. we were working. So let's, let's make yeah. shit happen. Right. That's a fact. Okay. But before we go, I want you guys to um, plug your socials, where you want people to find you and all that. Ladies first, so I'm. I'm yes, y'all could just find me at Kalia Braxton on Instagram and on Twitter. I'm not really lit on Twitter, y'all. I'm be talking shit on Twitter, but uh, I'm lurking on Twitter all the time. So, but definitely follow me on Instagram. Always going to be doing something beauty and fashion related, uh, and then heading into mm-hmm. the lifestyle. So if y'all want to know what y'all should be drinking, you know, I know all the wines and spirits. Get with me. Yes, Instagram popping. Go ahead, Kevin. Uh, uh, for me, um, you can follow me. I kept it simple for everybody, you know. So um, Facebook, um, you can find me at um, Kev Ajakwa. On Instagram, you can, Instagram and Twitter, you can find me at GQ underscore Kev, everything in lowercase. Um, YouTube, you can find me on um, Words from Kev. My website is um, my first and last name, uh, Kevin Ajakwa. It's A-G-Y-A-K-W-A. 
um, dot com. You can find me there. And then um, I'm very open towards talking to people. You know, I offer social commentary, um, relationship advice, coaching, and not just for men, but also for women as well. So definitely let's let's talk. Let's 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 build. Let's grow. And yeah. Nice. Okay. And then for everyone um, who may be a new listener, I'm Via Simone and you can follow me on Instagram via dot Simone, V-I-A dot S-I-M-O-N-E, Twitter via Simone underscore. And please be sure to follow the podcast page on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. It's Bonnets, Durags, no and, so B-O-N-N-E-C-S, D-U-R-A-G-S on all of those social platforms. And we also have a website too, bonnetsanddurags.com where you can, you know, buy merch. You can learn more about the podcast, more about the events that we've done, more about me, all that good stuff. But yeah, thank you both again for pulling up on the show. This was incredible. I'm really excited to listen back to this. So yeah. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, of course.